0: Welcome to the Breathe and Receive podcast. My name is Alicia McNeil, and I am here to help you manifest and enjoy the life, relationships, and business of your dreams. I believe that each one of us is uniquely designed, and as we become more aligned with the truth of who we are, life becomes much easier, and we get to simply sit back, breathe, and receive all that life has to offer to us hope you enjoy this episode and that it brings some entertainment, laughter, and transformation to your day. If it does, it would mean the world to me that you share it with a friend or tag me on social media. Now let's get to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to a new podcast episode. I am recording this from a voice recording note on my iPhone at an 8-day healer training and retreat in New Mexico with one of my favorite mentors, guides, healers, although he is a reluctant healer. His name is David Alia and today's episode is going to be all about food, our relationship to food, healing our relationship to food and our bodies and how I truly believe that's the core pivotal step in the beginning to really creating a strong foundation of self-love within our bodies our bodies are our homes they're our homes for life for love for relationships for really good sex <laughs> for laughter for fun for experiencing a magical beautiful life and if you know me well you probably know that I suffered and struggled with a couple eating disorders, mainly bulimia nervosa for about five and a half years very very intensely. I was addicted to exercise i my my eighty to ninety percent of my thoughts and, and energy were consumed with thoughts about food and my body and exercise and I didn't even know until, in hindsight, after healing that part of me, that there was so much more life to live. After healing, I began to travel. I found my life purpose. I started my online coaching business. I found I really turned my pain into my purpose in the beginning and and actually became a certified coach as a food and body coach and was helping people heal their relationship with food and their bodies and their eating disorders and really filling up on self-love. And that's when I found manifestation as my clients and I changed our inner worlds, our outer worlds evolved and shifted and my clients started to just naturally, without even knowing what manifestation was, manifest dream relationships, dream careers. They would move to dream cities. They would effortlessly release toxic people that have been in their life for a long time. So that's what I want to talk to you about today. And we're going to keep it quite simple What I know to be true, which I would have never, ever, ever believed in the beginning if you told me, was that it's not about food and it's not about my body. I used to think that if I had the perfect body, I would be happy. I guess that's what I thought, but it wasn't a conscious thought. I just really, really wanted to look perfect. I wanted to look like women I saw online. I used to screenshot uh, these really, really stick-thin Victoria's Secret models with their hip bones popping out, and you could see their ribs. And I would put it as the my iPhone background, and I would say, "Oh, this will be my motivation to be skinny." And it's funny—well, not really funny, but it's interesting to look back and see that I was thin, and then I would grow a butt, and that wouldn't be good enough. And then I would, you know, I would keep shifting my body and it would never be good enough and for me I had a lot of trouble sticking to diets. so I actually never once in my life completed a diet or a cleanse without binging or quitting early until a few years after I had healed my eating disorder I actually ended up doing a 28 day uh cleanse to heal my gut in summer of 2021 when I was living in Costa Rica with eight friends and it it was so beautiful I remember crying like each week when we'd have a meeting just reflecting on my younger self and how she could never feel such peace around food during a cleanse and I used to look at people who would cleanse and and uh say or seem like they have this healthy relationship with food and I would think no way like there's no way they are successfully cleansing and eating healthy without binging at night or without having this inner turmoil or obsession about food in their bodies but I'm very happy to say and share that I was completely, completely wrong. And it's actually very possible. Ooh, I'm getting tears in my eyes talking about it. Because I feel for anyone out there who's experiencing what I experienced or anything related or anything worse, it is extremely, 100% possible to feel peace around food in your body And to honor your health and to take care of yourself and to get to a place where you can do the cleanses or the shifts in diets that actually support your gut healing, your skin healing, all of that. But before you get to that place, you will likely need to go on a journey of dropping the obsession with food in your body and actually healing the core Wounds that are leading to the patterns of um, the patterns of trouble and hardship around food in your body. So, I want to talk to you about three of the main patterns that we see around food that's unhealthy and very very challenging, and the first steps towards healing that. The first is binge eating and overeating. So binge eating and overeating. Obviously, if you've been in that place, you know what it is. I've had people tell me like, oh, man, I just binged on some cookies while I'm sitting next to them. And they had like three or four cookies. To me, that's not a binge. It's just overeating a little bit. Uh, A binge, if you've been there, you know it can be very, very... Very extreme and large, and embarrassingly so, where you don't want anyone to know about it. Um, I've shared some stories on here in the in the beginning of my coaching journey, and I'm not going to go into them now, but. If you relate to this, you may even notice a sense of blacking out, like you are you just kind of black out and you binge and then you come to and you have all this guilt or shame or regret about what happened and you may feel like, oh my God, I don't even know how that happened, how, like I don't even remember it very well. That's what used to happen to me. I would. It's almost like when you drink and black out, if you've ever experienced that, it, it felt like that to me. I felt like how could I ever control this and get over it if it just happens. So again, I just want to reiterate and and say again that healing is possible for you if you feel like you're in that space. Trust me, I have I like I thought I would be in the deepest darkest ick with food. For my whole life, and I can tell you with absolute confidence and certainty that I have absolute true peace around food and within my body I feel like I'm at home within my body and I, I I'm repeating this over and over again to you to really be that evidence if you don't have it within yourself yet that it is possible if you are listening to this that means you're on the right path so the core wound that causes this overeating and binging is, is typically a fear, an inability, an overwhelm of feeling emotion in your body. Whether it's anxiety, stress, overwhelm, sadness, even joy. It, as that emotion comes online within your body, it's so intense and it's so scary to your nervous system that you suppress it with food. Maybe when you feel, um, for for a lot of people who have sexual trauma, if you begin to feel pleasure or turned on or like you are um, being desired, that may trigger a binge as well. So it's these emotions and sensations and trauma that come online within your body and they arise because your body is actually ready to heal and process them. But if you don't have the tools yet and the awareness to notice that these are just emotions and sensations that you can handle and you can move through and you can clear them from your body so they don't return, then you may turn to food and you may eat so much until you get to this place where you're completely numb and tired and uh, it's kind of like putting a blanket over the emotion where it doesn't go away, it just goes away temporarily and the unfortunate part about this is we can begin to compound emotions on top of the first emotion that arose. So for example, if you one thing that used to trigger me a lot was I I would like be really really busy and I wouldn't give myself breaks. So that stress and overwhelm like overloaded my nervous system and it felt like the only way I could calm down and soothe myself was through eating a lot of food. It like gave literally in my body, it, 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 and in people's bodies, it's like hugging your nervous system. It's like a soothing mechanism. And it can be one of the mechanisms and one of the addictions that actually seems to be quite acceptable and normal in society because we all have to eat. And especially in America, it can be quite normal and acceptable to overeat and eat until you're overly full. Again, it, it's not a problem necessarily until it becomes an addiction, until um, it it takes away from your quality of life, until you become obsessed with it, or when you beca- begin to compound emotions on top of it, right? So you feel that emotion in your body, you binge eat, and then you feel all of this guilt and shame and regret, and it just builds on the emotional turmoil that's within you that needs to be cleared and healed so if you are in this situation I encourage you to ask yourself and reflect on what emotions or sensations or trauma am I avoiding numbing suppressing or running from okay now the next area of food challenge is binging and then purging or uh eating over too much and then getting rid of it through making yourself sick or i'm like i'm i'm sitting outside it's really beautiful under the stars there's uh just to pause real fast there's like uh 40 of us on this training so i came out here to get quiet and i'm uh, pausing for a second because I thought a little creepy crawly was coming at me, but it's just a moth. Um, so, eating a lot of food and then making yourself sick or overexercising. I used to do this a lot. It's like I couldn't keep a binge down, I needed to get rid of it. So, I would make myself sick sometimes multiple times a day. And, um, I would exercise like crazy the next day, starve myself, repeat the pattern. So here, the question you want to reflect on is, what am I trying to get rid of? What emotion or sensation am I trying to get rid of? Okay. That's what you want to reflect on there. And then the third food challenge is restricting anorexia, undereating, and actually having this like deep, deep, deep fear of uh, overeating so much to the point that you lose a lot of weight. It gets really unhealthy. It gets scary. Now, for me in the beginning, I didn't understand how people did this. I actually wished that I could be anorexic because then I could be skinnier. And to me, I just, I truly couldn't understand it. It wasn't until I went through a 10-month coaching program that specified on healing the emotional uh, challenges and trauma that uh, trigger addiction and food issues and, you know, all, all kinds of addiction that I began to understand When we under eat and for those who really struggle in that area and those who are anorexic, what you want to reflect on is what am I trying to control and what bad thing am I afraid will happen if I'm not perfect? For the people who struggle in this area or in this way, there is a deep fear typically that if they that they're losing control in certain areas of life and this is the one thing that you can control this is the one area that they can control so they do they control this area they control their food they control their intake they count all the calories they're typically really really good at it and there's a lot of fear if Uh, too much is eaten, or if there's fat on the body. So you want to reflect on what am I trying to control? And then what bad thing might happen if I'm not perfect? What's so beautiful about understanding the core of what creates the eating disorders, the issues with food, even if they're more extreme than I described or a lot less extreme than I described is you have a pathway to begin your healing. When I was struggling with food in my body, it was my entire life. I missed out on a lot of years where I could be traveling, where I could be helping others on a deeper level, where I could be making love with incredible people or one person, where I could be feeling really confident and good in my skin and uh, enjoying life with friends and feeling secure and loved and supported and happy. But instead, I was consumed with trying to escape my inner world through changing my outer world, by changing my body, by changing my diet, by doing things perfectly, even though I never could do things perfectly. So if you take anything away from this podcast episode, my hope is that it's this understanding or opening that your inner world creates your outer world. And as you heal the emotions within your body, as you develop the tools to handle them, as you move through either the sexual trauma, which you know, if we look at the chakras or the energy centers in the body, the sacral or sexual energy center is the center that is related to it's where we store our emotions. it's where we uh, develop addiction. it's where we, have food cravings and where we seek love so it's all of these issues in this area let's say for example if you feel really uncomfortable touching your belly or if someone were to touch your lower belly would you like jump be jumpy this is a sign that there's a lot of emotion and potentially trauma that gets to be healed in this area and as you heal the energies and the the root core of what's going on within you, the habits to turn to food or to need to perfect your body or to control, they all naturally begin to disappear. And I know that may, may sound a little crazy to you. I sense that if someone told me that in the beginning of my food healing journey, I would think, like, what the heck? No way. But it's true. It's worked for me and hundreds and thousands of other people. So that will get you started. I really, truly, truly hope it was helpful. If it was, please shoot me an email. Send me a message on my Breathe and Receive Instagram account. I would love to hear journal on those questions, reflect, send this to any friends or family members who you think it would be supportive to. And if you feel the call to work with me on a deeper level and really heal the core wounds and energies and emotions that are causing the challenges with food in your body, then I have a couple of options for you. We have the Breathe and Receive membership, which is a wellness membership site that has begun very recently. As of today, I believe it's October 14th, no, something, October 12th, maybe. (laughs) I'm in retreat brain mode, (laughs) 2022. So we just began that recently. It's a wellness membership site, and each month we have different themes, Uh, And we're beginning with a food freedom program. It's designed to help you create inner peace around food and to feel at home within your body. And it's a four-week program where you receive different meditations. I have a hypnotherapist. We're doing breath work. We have a beautiful yoga class all around that intention of creating peace around food and feeling at home within your body. So there's that option for you. You can access it anytime you join the membership site. So if you're listening to this a few months from now, you can access that. You just won't be able to join the classes live, obviously. Um, But there will be other live classes at at that point, which you you can see on the website. And then I also offer one-on-one healing. So that is all linked in the uh, description of this episode. You can find all of the access there. If you have any questions and it's not clear, you can shoot us a message on my Breathe and Receive Instagram account or at support at alishamcneil.com. You can email us and we can get you squared away. My one-on-one private healing practice is going in person very soon. So if you're in the Denver area, I'm super excited about that. Been many, many years that I've been doing coaching and healing online. So I'm very excited to be getting very rooted down and starting an in-person healing practice. It feels really exciting for me, but no worries if you're not anywhere near Denver online is just as powerful and even sometimes more powerful. So I'm sending you so much love, whether you struggle with the food in your body or whether you are just listening to this episode to become informed and educated. I want you to know that your dreams are your destiny, and my wish for you is that you experience more ease, fun, pleasure, love, and joy in your life today and every day. All right. I love you, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Breathe and Receive podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with a friend or tagged me on social media. I love you and I hope you have a beautiful, magical day.